FM 89.9 KMOJ, 14 minutes after the hour. Five o'clock within the Twin Cities, ladies and gentlemen. Letting you know that we're going to talk to none other than Miss Princess herself. And uh, talking a little bit about uh, being a donor when it comes to Life Source. And I like to say uh, good early afternoon to you and how are you feeling? I am feeling well, Q-Bear, definitely well. I'm grateful to be here, grateful to be on space with all of the community listeners and to share the message of Life Source and giving life um, in, in memory of my son, Anthony Titus, his name. Thank you. So, so for the listening audience, let's jump right into it and give them just a little bit of insight about the story of, of your son. And then from there, then talk about the, the being a donor side of it. Okay, well, my story is, I mean, I came to Minnesota about 28 years ago as a refugee from Chicago. I traveled north seeking opportunities the way our ancestors did and arrived in Minnesota running from the gun violence, just to keep it simple. And my son, Anthony, who was 16, um, was hit by a bullet intended for another child on July 4th, 2010, two weeks after he turned 16. Um, this was right before I got my teaching license, right before his brother was about to graduate early. Just this, this loss of life really shook our family in a way that it was hard for us to recover and hard for us to respond. So when it comes to uh, those of, of uh, not just gun violence itself, but then just health within itself and being a donor, and because I know that that box was checked when it comes to your license, how important is it and how does it feel to know that your son was one of those that uh, checked that box? Definitely. That box was checked. So Anthony and I, not only did we plant strawberries on his 16th birthday and cucumbers, but we also talked about being a donor. He went to get an ID because he was doing some side jobs and people were paying him in checks and he wanted to cash his own checks. And when he got to the place, he said, what's a donor? And I told him what I knew. And then I said to ask the people there so you can make a, an, an informed decision if you want to donate. And we never talked about it again. He did call and say, if I die, will sexy girls in med school be looking at my body? And I'm like, son, you wouldn't know. So when Anthony transitioned, um, I will say that the team at Life Source were the people who called me and let me know that they had Anthony's donations. The coroners and law enforcement on site were only able to tell me so much. And I, I had the, the kindest call from the kindest woman saying that she had Anthony's donations. And she stayed with me. Um, she actually called while I was watching on news that they were saying that my son was a, a victim of gun violence. And she stayed with me on the phone during that time. She offered to stay, but she also offered to call me later. And so I was really grateful that she offered to stay. And so I really want to say when we think about um, organ tissue and, and eye donation, I'm grateful that Anthony has a legacy that goes on because he donated corneas, both of his corneas. So he gave sight to two people. And over um, 100 people have been impacted by his tendons and ligaments because he was not a living organ donor. He died on the scene, he wasn't able to donate an organ. But when I think about it, we really need to start having these conversations with our fam our families and our loved ones in our communities about life insurance, about, about tissue donation, um, about what's going to happen after you transition, and, and not say that it's scary and not say that it's, it's saddening, but it's really scary and really saddening and really more painful when you're not prepared and you haven't had that conversation. To my comrades who are waiting organs 
I check the box. For my client who's 26, who's awaiting an organ, I check the box. So I'm asking for everybody to have that conversation with your loved ones. It's really important, and we know how many of us are dealing with hypertension or diabetes or health-related issues. There are over 150,000 people in the United States that are waiting on the tissue, organ, and um, eye list, waiting on donations. And there's over 3,000 people in, in Minnesota that are waiting, and that's somewhere that we can give help and give hope. No doubt. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, I'm speaking with Princess Titus. And I like to say thank you very much for the time and the opportunity and also enlighten us of your story and the family story and wish you well, well, well. And also being a part of uh, one of the spokespersons when it comes to life source and talking about that organ donors and being a donor within itself. So thank you very much. And I want you to have a beautiful day and keep the force with you, if you know what I'm saying. You too. Thank you. And if people are ever interested in hearing my story personally, I can be reached out at Princess Titus on LinkedIn, or you can actually Google me. I'm sure there's some way you can get in contact with me out there. But I think if we can have this conversation, if you want to have it one-to-one, let's talk about it. No Thank doubt. You. No doubt. It's up from 89.9 KMLJ. No doubt is truly the people's station. Walter Q. Banks Jr. got you on the afternoon drive. We the best music!